Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by the iconography of Father Thomas J. Loya. Father Loya's iconography for your prayer and home devotion may be obtained by going to MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com That's MorningstarBooksAndGifts.com Then click on the Art and Decorative link and click on Icons in the drop-down box or call 630-629-1720 Morningstar Books and Gifts 28 West St. Charles Street, Lombard, Illinois Light of the East welcomes new affiliate Living Bread Catholic Radio, AM 1060 WILB, the truth for Northwest Ohio. Glory to Jesus Christ. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm here today with Katie Goulis and also a very special guest, one of our good friends here at Light of the East. This program is dedicated to the riches, the message of the Eastern Lung of the Church, what John Paul II called the Eastern Lung of the Church. We present the history of the Eastern Churches. We present their spirituality, their liturgy, their riches, how they are relevant to the whole world and to the Church today. But in doing so, we don't mean to give the impression that the Eastern Churches are some kind of museum piece or just a historical study. The Eastern Churches find themselves at the absolute epicenter of the most critical, the most defining events of our day. If you go to those events that are profoundly affecting the world and the potential to affect the world, you will find at the center of these events and these issues the Eastern Christian churches, both Eastern Catholic and Eastern Orthodox, as well as, of course, our Western brethren as well. The Roman Catholic churches, the Protestant churches, all Christian churches find themselves in many ways at the epicenter of the biggest global issues, but it's in particular the Eastern churches, churches such as the Chaldean Church in Iraq. And this is why we have our very good friend, Juliana Tamarazi with us today. She is from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council, and she has been a good friend of ours here on Light of the East, and she comes back to us once again to inform us as to what is happening with Christians in the Middle East and to provide for us a very special plea. As I mentioned, the Eastern Christian churches are made up of people, real-life people, with a culture, with a history, with an incredible legacy. These churches and these people are for real. And they are living in very real situations. And Juliana is here to tell us about, unfortunately, some of the tragic realities of their situations. Welcome, Juliana, to Light of the East. Thank you, Father Tom. Lord's blessings to you and your listeners. Thank you, and too, and to the wonderful work that you're doing. Well, let our listeners know what it is that you're concerned about today and, and the kind of work that you do with Iraqi Christian Relief Council. The mission of Iraqi Christian Relief Council is to spread the word about the persecution against Christians in Iraq. 
the Christianity has been persecuted since 2003 in Iraq, and uh, not much attention has been paid to it. The world really has turned a blind eye to this. Recently, as of uh, early May, there were four buses that were carrying Christian students from the northern area, which is Nineveh Plain, to Mosul, to Mosul University. And uh, these students, how old were they? They were uh, university students between 18 to 22. Mm-hmm. Their buses were bombed, and uh, approximately 180 students were badly injured. Uh, 14 of them so critical, they had to be airlifted to Istanbul from Iraq because uh, they couldn't handle them in Iraq. And as I turned different channels as I opened different newspapers not much attention had been given to it and you Father Tom have always been such a supporter of our organization and this cause and I'm grateful that you have us here today to talk about this and I'm grateful that you're keeping these realities before our eyes as you mentioned it's very underreported today and and yet there is a tremendous struggle still tremendous tragedy it's still kind of a messy situation in many ways there so there is an actual persecution of Christians going on, and you don't hear much about this. Do they know why this is happening or who's doing it? They're not sure who is doing it, but bin Laden had declared in the beginning of war that Iraq has to be an Islamic state, and mm-hmm. he will do anything in his power and his followers to deliver that. And they have delivered that promise. There were 1.4 million Christians before 2003. They are Chaldeans, they are Assyrians from the Church of the East, um, and they're uh, Syriacs as well there. And today we have approximately five to 600,000 left. Everyone has fled to Syria, Jordan, and there are many that are waiting for visas to come to the Western countries. The ones that are left in Iraq, they are mainly living in the northern part, uh, in Mosul area, Erbil, Kirkuk, and there are some left in Baghdad. But the living conditions are unfortunate. I mean, these are really devastated people. I'm not sure if your listeners uh, recall, but the persecution started with them receiving hate letters, threatening letters mm-hmm. saying you have three options, convert to Islam, leave or die, mm-hmm. or pay jizya. But jizya is a protection tax that non-Muslims paid during war. And uh, there are many archbishops and priests that have been killed. There were many people that were held for ransom. And when the ransom was paid, uh, they were returned to their families in rice bags, cut in pieces. Mm -hmm. In 2007, there was a young man that was crucified in Basra because Mm -hmm. he refused to denounce Christ. There were children broiled, served to their mothers on plates of rice. Mm -hmm. The devastation is unbelievable. Now, the attacks have been reduced, except this one early May, but the aftermath is what people don't talk about anymore. Mm. These people don't have homes. Their homes Mm. have been confiscated, have been taken away. They're unable to work. They're not giving them any jobs because Mm. they're Christian. And uh, how are they living? The cost of living is approximately $800 to $1,000 a month throughout Iraq. And as time passes by, it's getting even more expensive to live there. So... What we're focusing on today is on these students that their lives have been devastated and have been shattered. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were approximately 180 students that have been affected, as I said before. And they were coming from Nineveh, you said? From the Nineveh Plain, yes, on the, in the northern part. They, they don't have a university where they live. There are approximately 2,000 university students, but they have to travel to the closest city, which is Mosul. 
Perhaps our listeners may recognize that city Nineveh. It has tremendous biblical significance. Certainly it's associated especially with the prophet Jonah. And it comes up often in the Old Testament, which gives us an indication, and we don't often hear this in the news. We hear about war and so on, but we don't hear the fact that this place, this war-torn area, these tragedies, these bombings, these innocent people being hurt, their lives devastated, is in a very biblically rich area of the world. I mean, Nineveh goes back centuries in the Old Testament. We're talking about a very ancient culture here, a very ancient place. And so the significance for us is, is just, it just compounds itself. You know, it's biblical, it's, it's religious, it's spiritual, it's historical, and now it's global and it's on a humanistic level as well. Yes, it is. In fact, Mosul is, uh, is known to be the uh, burial site of Jonah. And unfortunately, if you, for example, if uh, there's a bus that has been bombed or a car has been bombed in Palestine, everybody hears about this. But not too many people are paying attention to the Christianity in Iraq. And I believe Christianity in the Middle East is like a bridge between the West, Christian West and Islamic East. Yes, a critical, critical bridge. And we have a Formerly young student, just graduated from college, our co-host here, Katie Goulis. And Katie, what's your sense? What's your thought? Yeah, imagine you just, could you picture yourself? I mean, you, you've gone to classes and probably taken buses, whatever, moved around campus. And to think that a, a bus, or something you're, a vehicle you're in with friends and peers would be blown up, uh, what a contrast to uh, what's happening there and what you experience as an American, how fortunate we are. Yeah, you're right. We are really fortunate. My friends and I lived at a Catholic dorm for four years, and we would complain about the criticism that we would receive from various people on campus. But when you just think about how lucky we are to be able to go to school and to be able to feel secure Mm -hmm. going to that school and not have to worry about something like this, it really just reemphasizes the amount of gratitude I have for Mm -hmm. where I was able to go to school and the sympathy that I feel and um, how compelled I am to want to help people now. But Juliana, what what are you doing now? You're you're focusing specifically on these students because any tragedy is, of course, terrible. But the fact that you have innocent students just going to school wanting to better themselves, you know, raise their their education levels and stuff like that, and they get they encounter this. What is it that you're you're doing for these students? We have started a campaign called Faith, Hope and Endurance, aid for student bus bombing in Mosul. And what we do, we're pleading for $15,000. There are about 70 to 80 families who have been affected by this, and they're unable to afford medication for their students, for their children, that have uh, incurred bad, bad injuries in their faces and upper body because of the glass that shattered and it entered their faces. On our website, IraqiChristianRelief.org, you will see some images of the bus, bloodied bus, Mm. books filled with blood, and... Uh, some of the faces that have been affected. In fact, I have to mention that we always think of martyrs and martyrdom Mm -hmm. from years and from centuries ago. But Mm -hmm. today we have a young martyr um, who, who stood between the, the car that was filled with bombs and the buses as buses were approaching. He was so smart. He saw the car screeching and parked right in front of the way where the buses were going. He put himself between the bus and the car, and he flagged the buses to slow down. My uh, source in the northern part of Iraq that I was talking to today, he said if it weren't for this young man who died as the bombs that uh, exploded, the devastation would have been monumental. Hmm. So we have a martyr, and we have to honor him. His name is Ratif, and God rest his soul. There were two people killed. One was him, one was a young woman who uh, died on her way to the hospital to Erbil. 
So on our website, you will see that we're looking for $15,000 uh, to raise money for these uh, 80 families. Approximately, the cost of medication is about $100, $120 per month. Mm -hmm. So I know the economy is so tough uh, on everyone here in America. So we're just looking for $15,000. So far, I have been able to raise $1,000 through one of our listeners who has been so helpful out of Kansas. And uh, so by going to iraqichristianrelief.org, you will be able to get more information on this. And tell us about Iraqi Christian Relief Council. It, it, you know, it's a very transparent organization, as you always tell us. Absolutely. We are a 501c3 organization, and we work openly with any organization that will help the Christians of Iraq. One of the organizations that we work with is Assyrian Aid Society. The other is Christian Solidarity International. Uh, International Christian Concern is another as well. So we work with any organization that want to help us. Uh, also, one message from uh, the man that I spoke to, my source, he said they are looking for plastic surgeons that would go to the northern part of Iraq. It's a very safe area where it's called Nineveh Plain. There have not been any attacks there throughout these last few years. They're looking for plastic surgeons that would be able to volunteer their time and go and perform surgery on these 180 students. We're going to speak more with our guest, Juliana Tamarazzi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council. When we return, I'm Father Thomas Loy with Katie Goulis on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. You can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Would you like to hear this Light of the East program again? Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Or hear Father Loya's companion program, A Body of Truth. Just visit the radio page at ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Or hear it again for the first time. Pope John Paul II once said, Humanity, its dignity and its balance, at every moment and on every place on earth, will depend upon who he is for her and who she is for him. I am Father Thomas Loyer with a Theology of the Body moment for the Tabor Life Institute. Why are we a man? Why are we a woman? Unless we know the why, we do not know the how to be man or a woman, and therefore we do not know how to really be for each other. The why behind being a man or woman is told in the theology of our gendered bodies. Our bodies speak a language. Gender reveals God. Through gender, we can actually participate in the way that God loves us. We can love as God loves. Human sexuality is an icon of the very interior life of the Holy Trinity. To find out more about the theology of the body, visit TaborLife.org. TaborLife.org. You're listening to Father Thomas Lawyer on Light of the East. You're listening to the choirs of Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish under the direction of Timothy Woods in Homer Glen, Illinois. 
This is the music you hear on Light of the East and is sung during the sacred liturgy at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish. All we ask is a donation of $15 or more, which includes shipping and handling, to Annunciation Parish for each Theosis CD. Send a check made out to Annunciation Parish at 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois, 60491. And may God grant you... You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Our guest, Juliana Tamarazzi from the Iraqi Christian Relief Council. Juliana, one of the unique things about your council is that you help all Christians. Correct. In fact, you even, you even help Muslims, I understand. If they come to us, yes, we do. Another part of our efforts have come out here in Chicago. We have a huge refugee community. Mm-hmm. And Muslim or Christian alike, when they come to us, we in are Chicago. able to, yes, we're able mm-hmm. to find them jobs or connect them with the societies or organizations mm-hmm. that they're not familiar with. So we aid Muslims or Christians alike. But our focus is mainly on any denomination of Christianity in Iraq. And again, how do we get listeners to be confident, assured that, because you know, in, in Nations where there is a certain degree of uh, chaos, you know, and wars like that, there's always a question of, does money actually get to the right people? And how can you reassure our listeners? I'm happy to say we work with an organization called Assyrian Aid Society of America, and they have a sister organization, Assyrian Aid Society of Iraq. They have been established since 1991. They are a transparent 501c3 organization. We also work with two reputable organizations called International Christian Concern and Christian Solidarity International. We are a 501c3 ourselves. So we are not limited to work with one organization. We work with any reputable organization that will deliver the funds to our people in Iraq. And we, whoever wants to see our annual report, we can always, um, we're a transparent organization. We can show our where the money has gone on our end as well. As you assess the situation, Juliana, as you are in touch with, with people there, how... How do you assess it now? Is it, are things getting better? Are they getting more tense? Is there is there greater hope? Mm-hmm. There is greater hope. On March seventh, people went to the polls and they voted. We have five mm-hmm. guaranteed seats in the parliament. Before we only had one. That's so a, mean Christians. Christian five mm-hmm. Christian seats. Mm-hmm. So this is a phenomenal opportunity for us. Has the life gotten easier for people? No, because the economy suffers throughout Iraq. Mm-hmm. So the plea of our people is not just for Christians to have this privilege of assistance from outside, they want the American government and businessmen to go in Iraq, start rebuilding Iraq, help mm-hmm. them rebuild Iraq so they don't have to have dependence, mm-hmm. you know, or to be dependent on people in the West. So, but Mosul has always been volatile from day one in mm-hmm. 2003, and it continues to be very volatile. Mm-hmm. Julian, it seems like a, a tremendous task to bring relief to such an area. Is the Iraqi Christian Relief Council the only organization that's doing anything like this? 
There are different organizations that in the United States are coming together to send aid, but the concerned Assyrians in Southern California are hosting a rally for the next three to four months. It has been arranged by Albert Davidu, and all of the churches, all of the non-political and political organizations, with the support of the Assyrian American Association of Southern California, they're hosting this rally. They're wearing black shirts, which it bears the slogan called Stop the Christian Genocide in Iraq. They are holding this rally on um, Saturdays or Mondays or Fridays. I'm not sure. Each month is different, but uh, it's taking place in federal building in L.A. So that is something that I wanted to put out there. If you have listeners in Southern California, they can reach out to the Assyrian community out there. And uh, any contact information? Uh, They can go to our website and they can send Mm -hmm. me an email from there and I can definitely forward specific information to them. You know, I want to put out a challenge and an encouragement to all college students and recent college graduates who know the value of education and who really take their education for granted. And I want to say that everyone should give at least a dollar to this great organization to help out students in Iraq and in other countries too. Just think a dollar is nothing. A dollar is less than the price of beer at a bar. And with that dollar, you could give it to help other students get the education that they need and get the education that you value so much. Thank you so much for that. This source of mine today said that these students are so petrified and they're so afraid of going back to their university in Mosul. They have contacted the Ministry of Higher Education in Iraq and have pleaded with them to take the test while they're in their homes in the Nineveh Plain area. So I can't imagine. I mean, I've been here for 20 years. I went to the university here. I'm from Iran myself. And I can't imagine being afraid of going to school, being afraid of my eye getting blown up, Mm -hmm. or their lives have been affected forever. Mm -hmm. And it's incomprehensible. For those of you who are listening, especially tuning in for the first time, just getting familiar, more familiar with the Eastern Lung of the Church, the Eastern Christian churches, both Catholic and Orthodox, as well as any of the Christian churches in the areas such as the Middle East. And if you want to know more about it, if you want to actually talk with people like Juliana who are very much in touch with the feet on the ground situation and learn about the churches themselves and their cultures. And those two things are very wedded in the eastern lungs of the church. I'd like to uh, invite you to contact Juliana. And Juliana, you can offer your information of where the best place to go for people that want you to come and speak or people that you're associated with to come and meet you. Absolutely. Make presentations. Absolutely. We have made several presentations throughout the United States. We will go anywhere in the country to raise awareness, to raise funds. So don't hesitate to visit our website at iraqichristianrelief.org. You can send us an email, info at iraqichristianrelief.org. We can contact me at 847-401-8846. That's 847-401-8846. We have a fantastic presentation. We have two documentaries. One of them is an award-winning one. Let us know how we can help you help us and help the children of Christ in Iraq. Father Tom, I want to take this opportunity to thank every single listener that has supported our organization with their kind letters, their greeting cards, with their donations. We would not be here today without your help and their help. I want to say that God is very pleased, and I'm sure he will repay everyone who has paid attention to this cause in tenfold. We're eternally grateful for their kindness and your kindness. Well, Julian, it's the least we can do. You know, we don't hear much about the so-called war in Iraq. And I guess in a sense, there is still a war or whatever level. But now is the time for the 
human element, in other words, the humanity to really come in there. This is a time for Christianity to step up and to help, especially our fellow Christians. This is a time of rebuilding, of healing, and it's an immense task, immense task that is marked, as you heard today, by, by certain setbacks. Just as when you think things are quiet there, here comes another tragedy. Still, there is progress. There are people of hope. There are courageous people. They are a holy people. They are a people who have an ancient, venerable history to them. They deserve our unity as brother and sisters in Christ. So please consider this plea. Please consider once again, we'll say it again, Juliana, the website and the phone number. IraqiChristianRelief.org. The phone number is 847-401-8846. And we remember in prayer and commend to eternal life the soul of Ratif, this young man who martyred himself, gave his life so that others might live. May God grant him eternal rest and a blessed repose and remember him forever. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Katie, for being with us here. And thank you once again, Juliana, for being here again. We'll see you, I'm sure, again here on Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's Reunion. And to tell the story of the Eastern Lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support in order to keep Light of the East on the air. You can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Would you like to hear this Light of the East program again? Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Or hear Father Loya's companion program, A Body of Truth. Just visit the radio page at byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Or hear it again, hear it again, hear it again, hear it again. For the first time. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com, where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East, 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois 60491. That's Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road, spelled W I L L C O O K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the Light of the East, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. <laughs>